going on there, youth pastors? Paul Turner here from the DiscipleProject.net and your host of the Youth Ministry Motion Podcast, the podcast that wants to keep you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. Glad you're here today. First week of the year. How are you feeling today? I hope you're feeling great. I hope that your family is well. I hope that all is good in your world. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for asking. Before we jump into it today, though, I want to remind you of our motion metrics. That's right. Time to talk about who's listening to the show and where are they listening from. So I want to give a shout out here to top listener, Mild Genius, making the list again. I want to say, too, that she has some uh, some pretty good tracks, if you like hip hop, over on SoundCloud. I'm going to put a link down to her uh, SoundCloud there. You can go check her out if hip hop is your genre. Head on over there, take a listen, hit a few like buttons, and uh, let her know that the Youth Ministry of Motion podcast sent you over there to give a listen. Top cities, top cities, give it a listen. Winter Garden, Port St. Lucie, and Springville. Now, I know where Winter Garden is. That's in Florida. Port St. Lucie. I uh, was a youth pastor there for two years. Uh, Port St. Lucie is a wonderful little town. I used to go over to, I think it was called the Ale House, and eat their wings delicious so yeah thanks for listening over there in south florida in port st lucie and winter gardens which i think is over there around orlando area if i'm not mistaken and springville if i am correct uh, there's a springville right here uh in the birmingham area it's over there near odinville and uh, it's where i take my students to camp camp springville every summer and finally countries united states uk and germany now we'll say this UK. If you're listening from the UK, uh, would you spread the word over there about this podcast? Just go ahead and share it and say, look, we're not very good at soccer over here in America, <laughs> but we, I'd like us to be really good at maybe youth ministry podcasts. So if you could just share share the podcast with somebody over there and say, hey, give this guy a listen. He cares about young people and he cares about youth workers. He cares about all youth workers, UK youth workers, US youth workers, Germany youth workers, and youth workers all around the globe. And so if you're listening in the UK, thank you so much for listening. Spread the word. Would love to have more folks from the UK listening. All right, so today's episode is about the things youth pastors should quit saying in 2023. I asked some youth pastors. They gave me their list. I'm going to share it with you with uh, some commentary <laughs> that will be both funny and hopefully insightful. And uh, maybe it'll clue you in. Maybe there's some words you need to quit saying if you are, in fact, saying them. But before we get into that, I want to let you know about a couple of resources you can get your hands on. The first one is a series uh, about duct tape. That's right. It's called God, Can You Fix This? And uh, it's three-part series. God, uh, Can You Fix My Heart? God, Can You Fix My Life? God, Can You Fix My World? And so if you're looking for something Valentine-ish, maybe, about love and about the heart and maybe some duct tape, uh, well, then this could be a great series for you. Uh, be sure to check it out. I'll put a link down in the show notes. And then now, 2023, my youth ministry playbook is out, and it is the playbook that's going to help you build a championship youth ministry one month at a time. It is jam-packed with calendars, articles, worksheets. I have two free eBooks in there. One is a devotion book called No Comment, 40 Days to Taming Your Tongue, and then a brand new eBook that I have 
called the 10 Excuses Killing Your Youth Ministry. And you know what? Excuses are nothing but assassins. They just kill off dreams and goals, and it's why things don't get done. And so if you're tired of things not getting done and you're making excuses, well, then you want to get the whole package here. Once again, you're going to get uh, over 15 articles you're going to get. You're going to get the calendars, the worksheets, all that stuff's in there, plus the two ebooks. And so if you are looking to get your ministry organized and start having a plan and start moving forward intentionally, well, then the playbook is going to be for you. And I'll put a link down in the show notes for that as well. And just a reminder, if you enjoy this podcast, well, if you want to support it, well, then the easy way to do it is simply buy resources. That lets me know that there are people listening who enjoy what I do and who want to support by simply buying the products and resources I create for youth pastors. And your support helps sustain my ability to be able to continue to produce those resources for youth pastors. All right, so let's go and jump into today's topic, which is the things youth pastors should quit saying in 2023. I did a question to some youth pastors, and here are some of their answers. Some of these I knew, and some of them I did not know. So let's go and start with tweaking, tweaking. I'm tweaking, man. This is really an old word. I mean, tweaking has been around for quite some time, but it, it just means high on stimulants, as the Urban Dictionary tells me. And yes, it most often has to do with drugs, but I guess you could be tweaking on Red Bull or uh, on Monster or something like that. Uh, the next one is we have Goblin Mode. Goblin Mode. That's a new one to me. I don't know Goblin Mode, but I looked it up, and uh, it means unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, or greedy. <laughs> do you do you have any you know students in goblin mode? Maybe some maybe some middle school students. I don't know, but uh, goblin mode. Wow, that's that's um, that's pretty uh, pretty good. Uh, another one. We just have to love on these kids. Now this was a big debate as to whether or not you should say we just have to love on these kids because it sounded a bit a bit uh, pervy, I guess. And, uh, you know, there was a debate that just said, hey, you should just love kids. You don't have to love on kids. <laughs> so once again, however you choose to say it, um, I guess be careful how you say it. Uh, and maybe just saying you want to, we should love kids maybe might be the uh, better of the two. Another thing youth pastors quit saying uh, is let's have a lock-in. <laughs> now, some of you may enjoy lock-ins, and I did when I was younger. Not necessarily a fan today. Uh, in fact, I will not be planning one this year at all. Nope, not even going to try to do it. I don't have enough adult leaders to pull it off, uh, so I'm not even going to try. Doing it by myself is just a, it's just martyrdom. That's all that is, and I, I'm not a martyr, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to put myself through that, only to get back on here and complain that, uh, that it wasn't, uh, wasn't great. Another thing youth pastors should quit saying as one youth pastor says that we should, people should quit, youth pastors should quit answering Nacho Libre for film suggestions, right? You go on these, uh, in these groups or whatever, and people are saying, hey, you looking for a clean movie for my kids and all that kind of stuff. And people say Nacho Libre and Nacho Libre is probably over, over 10 years old now. Uh, it probably came out around the time maybe of Napoleon Dynamite kind of fits in that genre a little bit. And, uh, and it's a fine movie. Uh, it's just, you know, uh, it's it's 10 years old now. Why are we still saying Nacho Libre? It's fine. You enjoy it, I guess, but maybe, you're, maybe your kids won't. I don't know. How about if there's 100 students, I'll eat the world's hottest gummy bear <laughs> challenges. Maybe, maybe what they're saying is that we should just really give up challenges 
and saying, look, just quit, quit doing that. Quit, quit poisoning yourself with eating hot things. Uh, they're only going to destroy your innards. Uh, or, you know, and saying, look, maybe, maybe the challenge thing is over where we just need to stop doing that. I don't know. Uh, here's a few more vibes. No cap. The smoke. And this one is interesting. They said, youth pastors quit saying big church. What do you think about that? I, th- I can get behind that. I think I very much can get behind that. We ought to quit calling, saying big church, youth church, small church, whatever church, and just call ourselves the church. Because to continually delineate youth from and saying, look, you guys are a youth church and this is big church, it's to diminish youth ministry. And, to, and the students, rather than saying, look, you are the church, you're, you're as much as the church as that adult congregation there. Now, they may be adults, but that doesn't make you any less part of the church because you're teenagers. You're still the church. My smoking hot wife. Yeah, that's, that's I, I think that's, I, if it didn't die several years ago, why are, why are we still saying that? Why is anybody still saying that? That's, uh, listen, guys, I know you want to honor your wives and I know they're, I'm sure they're very pretty as my wife is as well, but, uh, students don't need to, don't need to hear that every week or, or anytime really. <laughs> if you, if you love your wife, that's great. You don't need to, you don't need to constantly, you know, share that. Uh, next one, basic instructions before leaving earth. That just, you know, that just spells out Bible, B-I-B-L-E, basic instructions before that. I don't know why that was the thing. Um, do these pants make me look skinnier? Who's saying that? Youth pastors, you're not asking people that, are you? I just, that's weird. A uh, couple of other words, bet, lit, low-key fire, purpling. There's a lot of people who don't know what purpling is, you know, because, you know, boys are blue and girls are pink, that if you were to mix those two together, you get purple. So if guys and girls are getting a little too close to each other, you know, they start purpling and we don't want purpling. We don't purpling at camp. We don't want purpling at, at events. We don't want purpling in, in the youth room. No, we don't want people holding hands, right? We don't, we don't want all that. So yeah, watch out for the purpling in the original Hebrew or Greek. Now listen, well, I don't know what's wrong with that. What's wrong with saying that? I'd like to do that. That's, that's educational. If I'm telling them it's in the original Greek or Hebrew, you say, well, students don't care about that. Well, that's part of educating them. Of the Bible, first of all, is written in Greek and Hebrew and some Aramaic. And you're telling them, it says, look, these words have meanings, meanings that you just don't get to come up with. They're actual meanings. They're words that have, have depth to them. And uh, I think that enhances your preaching. So I am not in favor of you stop saying that. I think you should go ahead and say that. All right. Where's everyone at? Looking kind of small on attendance today. Yes, I, I think we should quit referencing who's here, who's not. And, and why are we talking about the size of the youth group? I mean, that's more for us. They are there because they want to be there. At least most of your students are. And so why not just say, man, so glad all of you are here. Man, I'm stoked. I'm stoked that you guys showed up tonight. So yeah, I would say focus on the students that are there, not on the students who are not. Not that you don't care about them, but there's no, there's no good to come of referencing the size of the audience. It doesn't benefit anyone. So yeah, I'll say, let's go ahead and, let's go ahead and put that out. Okay. So I was watching TikTok the other day. That's, that's a phrase that people think should stop. I mean, yes, your students watch TikTok. Do you, I mean, is it, are we doing it because we just say, look, I was watching, is it a sermon intro? Is it intro to the video? Is it intro to the message? What, what is that? You want to do that? That's okay. I guess. I mean, 
I watch it, but if you do it every week, I don't know. Maybe it just should be more rare, I guess. Another phrase that I agree should go is that's not my job. That's not my job. But listen, I understand we all want to guard ourselves against being overworked and each of us have a portfolio of things that we should do. Some of us, you take on everything and some of you are super niche. You're saying, nope, I only do this and I'm not doing any more and you're guarding your time. I agree with all that. But also you you can't really just come out and say, that's not my job. Unless really it's just way out there and it's really way beyond your your purview. And you're saying, listen, that's that's really not my not my role to do that. All right, this one is an oldie, but a goodie, I guess. It's church clap. Who's still doing church clap? If you're doing church clap, God bless you. You you are you are holding the torch for that. Um, pizza guy. I, I I've not heard pizza guy. It's it's an odd term. I don't know if uh, you know. I immediately my brain goes to like Stranger Things, and there's the pizza guy there. And once again, if you if if you Google this under slang or whatever, you're going to get many different translations, and I most of them are are not clean. Um, but the clean one that I did get, which may fit, is typically a white male in their late teens with brown, medium, long hair and possesses an annoying personality. Uh, okay. Yeah. So are, so are youth pastors calling kids pizza guy? Hey, pizza guy, sit down. I mean, because I can't see a youth pastor using it in any kind of unclean term. So if I, I'm going to go with that, that that's what I think pizza guy means. If, if I am incorrect, just let me know. Daddy God. I don't know if that's bad. I don't know if that's overused or not. I mean, I, I get it. Um, but if that's how you see the father, if it's Abba God, well, then stick with it. If you are if you want to call God daddy, go ahead. Knock yourself out. Here's another challenge. If you fill up this room, I will shave my beard. Once again, another, you know, I'll eat a hot thing. I'll shave my head. I'll shave my beard. I don't know. I mean, the few things that I've done, I don't think I had that much success with it. So, but I guess if it works for you, I guess go ahead and do it. Saying the word space when referring to a room, like this is our youth space. <laughs> I guess I don't, I say this is my youth room. This is our, you know, whatever, but I don't, I don't usually call it, you know, my space. Um, let's go on. Sheesh, sheesh on fleek, which that's, that's really old. That feels ancient. Yo, 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 it's your boy. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, I don't do that. No, no. If I do it, most of the time when I say these things, it just comes across as mockery anyway. It's like, I know that I am too old to use these words. So I'm like, nope, not going to say them correctly. I'm going to, I'm going to just butcher them and uh, say them in a mockerish kind of fashion there. Um, This is mine. Now I added this one to the list. It's what's a good movie to show my students. So I guess I do have a dog in the fight as regards to movies, only because if you're doing them on your main Wednesday nights, I guess I don't see the point of that because I think movies are a time filler. They're not um, to fill up 90 minutes or an hour. And I guess if you're using them for a retreat or if you're looking at um, some sort of, if you're doing it for a lock-in or something like that, I guess that's that's fine. I guess I just see it as as time filler. I don't see it as, as useful, constructive time. And the last one, and I saved this to last because I felt like it was the best, is things that youth pastors ought to quit saying in 2023, I'm quitting. I absolutely co-sign on this one because so many youth pastors are saying they're quitting and they're saying, well, I'm done. I don't want to do youth ministry anymore. I don't want to put up the hassle. And so I'm going to encourage you, right? There's this whole thing about quiet quitting, 
my pastor, one of my pastors, uh, who actually just recently passed away, would tell me, yeah, go ahead and quit. But then a few seconds later, hire yourself back. That's good advice. Go ahead and quit in your head and just say, you know what? Nope, you're hired. You're, you're back. You know, sometimes we just need some time to process and, and times to take a breath and kind of think things through. So I want to encourage you uh, with what my pastor told me. Just go ahead and quit and then hire yourself back a few, minute, a few minutes later. But don't give up. Don't give up. All right, that's my list, but I'd love to hear from you. Would you like to add a word uh, to this list? Something that youth pastors should quit saying in 2023? Well, go ahead and send me a text, 205-260-7229. That's my actual phone number. And you tell me, are, is there a word or phrase or slang do you think youth pastors ought to quit using in 2023? I'd love to hear from you. And that's it for today, everybody. Hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Had a little fun today, a little bit out of the normal. If you want more like that, well, maybe I'll maybe I'll give you some more of that in this new year. But let me encourage you, if nobody's told you lately that you're doing a good job, well, let me tell you, I say you're doing a good job because I know the hard work that you're putting in. And most of all, God knows the hard work that you're putting in. So don't give up. Go ahead and quietly quit for about a few seconds. Hire yourself back and then get on with the work that God's called you to do. That's it for today, guys, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode.